You're listening to the Weekly Wind Down. On today's show, we're joined by two special guests to talk about all things Harry Potter. We take a look at the upcoming Fantastic Beasts movie and discuss which NHL players are best suited to each Hogwarts house. Welcome to the Weekly Wind Down, or should I say, Wizarding Wind Down. I'm Kelso. This is Simon. And this is Brent. Joining us this week, we have two very special guests. One hailing all the way from the studio room herself is Erin. Hey guys, happy to be here. And the other one hailing all the way from the Great White North, that is Northwest Territories in Yellowknife, is Robin. Hey guys, thanks a lot for having me. Glad you could be with us. So... First things first, everybody. How was your week? Yeah, pretty good, I guess. We're about halfway through, and it's a short week this week with Remembrance Day being this past weekend. Yeah, I was gonna just, I was trying to forget, remember which holiday it was. I was part of me thought it was Thanksgiving, but then I was quickly reminded that no, it's you definitely easily be Day. easily be confused this time of year. Easily yeah, confused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, definitely not a rookie mistake. No, 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 no. 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 We don't make rookie mistakes we, on this podcast. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, we've all been there saying that one thing is another thing that's happening two weeks from yeah, now. Or, so that's okay. or getting yeah. Remembrance Day confused with Veterans Day yeah. and uh, Thanksgiving. So, yeah. yeah. It's a good thing uh, this is our first take on the intro to the podcast. <laughs> that's here, so. right. That's right. We all we do everything in 15, I mean, one take. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, Harry Potter here. Yeah. I was just going to say, so this time last year, I was actually in Harry Potter world. And so this week of cold weather has made me wish I was back in Florida. I... I can sympathize with that. I, too, was once in Harry Potter World, but I was there before. You went to the Florida one? Yeah, we were in Florida. Is is there one in California, too? There is one in California now. I3 was also in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in Orlando. You went last year or two? Two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. Was uh, Diagon Alley open? It was all done, yeah. Nice, yeah. I went before uh, Diagon Alley opened. It was still pretty cool, I must say. The the roller coaster in um, in Hogwarts was pretty probably the highlight of it for me i think or like the kind of I like, sick 3d that ride. one was awesome um i also like green guts too well which one is that the bank uh i don't know if i remember is it a roller maybe coaster in, yeah it might not have been done maybe it's in the were. new part i can't remember Are there, it's they, in the new part oh, okay in it yeah, might they, not have been done when you went yeah the duel i went on the dueling dragons or whatever too yeah. that one is really good actually yeah, yeah. I mean, it was all good universal studios is pretty incredible i think for me part of the special experience was i went with my entire family and I mostly was into Harry Potter because when I was a kid, my dad read the books to my brother and I when we were small. And then it really started the love of Harry Potter for us. And as we grew up, like we started anticipating book releases as a family. And so for us to all get to go together, my mom, my dad, my brother and both of our partners, it was a lot of fun. Cool. That is awesome. I uh, like to share one little story about being in uh, Harry Potter land a couple years ago. Uh, We were at the Hogwarts, uh, the Hogwarts Wizarding School of Hogwarts or whatever. I forget. Hogwarts. There we go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Nailed it. Hogwarts. School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. School of Witchcraft yeah. and Wizardry. Um, there was a roller coaster there, or the coaster that takes you through like, like all the scenes and stuff and it spins around and whatnot. That ride broke down three times while we were on it. And there's a part um, where there's like spiders and shit. And our, the ride got stuck just as the spiders were like coming at you and I freaking hate spiders. So when that happened, <laughs> I was like, Nope, Weasley? I'm out. And stu- so I, I, I was so tempted. Uh, no, 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 no. It, th- it was not intentional <laughs> yeah. because on, but the one, in, the, the, one the, in the, ha- the, like the, the hazard lights came on oh. and then somebody on the intercom said, we <laughs> greeting our uh, good evening. We are experiencing technical difficulties. <laughs> if you would like to remain seated in your ride, Somebody will need performing some magic on the ride, very soon. of course, yeah. or some never breaking character, like exactly. Okay. But I, I definitely broke character because I remember it like it does stop at like some point where there's spiders jumping out or something, but yeah. it was for like five seconds, not but this was like minutes. for a good like five minutes too long that I really want, I yeah, so I and I hate spiders, I'm terrified of them, so yeah, that was a good time. Did it feel kind of strange though to be in like the Harry Potter world where all these people are not breaking character yet you're in like sunny tropical weather and just palm trees everywhere. Like, isn't that a little just off? It, I, I thought it was, it was, they do like such a good job in, in the theme parks of like, what do you call it? Like surrounding you with like the environment of 
So they disguise the enjoyability of the weather? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would agree. Like in Hogsmeade, they have like all the villages have like snow caps and stuff like yeah. that. And I mean, like, obviously it's fake snow and you can tell, but they definitely do a very good job of making it like a very magical experience. And I mean that in like just, the Harry sorry, Potter sense. Plus, you got to try the butterbeer, man. The butterbeer was so yeah. good. What were you saying, Robin? Is there? Oh, I just imagine all these people who are like, all right, it's like really crappy out. It's winter. Let's go down to Florida or, or let's go down to California so we can immerse ourselves in uh, Harry Potter fake weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think it did actually um, thunderstorm the one day I was there. So maybe that added to the authenticity. Okay. Oh, that, that, that feels more like. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah, Voldemort's like rolling in. And the fake of. snow yeah. in uh, Florida was pretty cool, too, mm. though, in Harry Potter land. That was really, really cool. Like on, on the roofs, or did they actually have like fake snow coming down? They had fake snow coming down. Oh, really? I think, yeah. I think the craziest thing for me, and this goes with any sort of theme park that I've been to down in the States, is Disney or Universal, is how well they do lines. And I don't just mean how organized they are, but like. like you have the a fast pass, don't you? Well, <laughs> classic. I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, like, in terms of like, like the line in that Hogwarts ride, like, you literally walk through the whole castle. And so, like, it's almost worth ending uh, up in line for a bit just for that experience probably only okay, once yeah. but you know they say you spend a third of your life standing in line well it was definitely worth it some i don't think that like that's that. right but <laughs> you know i spent a third Maybe of my life disney yeah. i spent a third of my life standing i think in it's line. a third of your life sleeping but <laughs> it yeah, definitely yeah, doesn't feel like a third of your life <laughs> feels like one sixteenth of you my know life the old sleeping. adage you spend a third of your life standing yeah, in line. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, Kelsey gets Fun up. facts with Kelso here. Yeah. Spent a third of your life standing in line. Yeah. But honestly, um, yeah, like to chime and to add on to what you were saying there, Aaron, it definitely makes it worth standing in line because there really is, like, there's zigs and there's zags, there's ups and there's downs and there's twists. But, like, everywhere you look, there's something cool to look at. And so it's like you forget that you're standing in line and then all of a sudden you're at the end and you're at the ride. And it's like, shit. Yeah, with, with Hogwarts, they have all the... Uh, like talking paintings and stuff all over the place when you're standing in line. Yes, yeah, they do. Lots oh, of wow. stuff to keep you amused. But yeah, mm, but- I'm sorry. I'm going to chime in one more time because uh, I remember Kelso mentioning the butter beer, and I've always been curious. Do they have like alcoholic butter beer? There, um, or is it just no, the it was just the non-alcoholic stuff. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't recommend yeah. it personally, but that's just no. my opinion. I enjoyed it, but. Aaron's probably got some sort of scientific backing onto why <laughs> yeah. she doesn't recommend it. And I'm going to ignore what happens so that my dreams are not crushed. Just to clarify, <laughs> I'm a food scientist and that is backed by a personal opinion and not a scientific one. <laughs> okay, then there we go. Always objective. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. So uh, have, you, have all you guys read the books or, or who's read the books here? You read yep. some of the books or? Yeah. I've read all the books and it sounds like Robin has too. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I read maybe 30 pages of the first book and couldn't get into it. So that's where my reading knowledge starts and ends. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You've seen, you've seen the movies? Oh yeah, multiple times. I love the movies. I started with like the first couple and then once Goblet of Fire came out, it was You giant. are my fire. <laughs> You're just waiting for me to set you up on that? Yeah. <laughs> I have to go into that. Attaboy. How about you, Robin? Uh, do I like Backstreet Boys? Well, <laughs> that's a given, I would assume, but... Yeah, yeah oh, yeah, yeah. There I mean, they're playing, in, they're playing in Vegas now, so you could do the Harry Potter world and then, like, a stop in Vegas, like, there you go. easy trip. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like Kelsey's... Best of Looks both like, worlds. Start saving <laughs> up, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. We're going to Vegas in yeah. Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Be pretty amazing. Um, but what, what was the actual uh, have question? You, have you read Have you read the books? I've read the books. I've seen the movies, um, but all of which I've done a long time ago. Yeah, and that was me. I, like I read the books when they came out. Pretty much, I think I might have got into it around when the third book was out because I have the box set of the first three books. So I'm guessing I must have got that them all together. And so, well, as one does with box sets. <laughs> <laughs> but I then, I then I think I read the rest of them as they came out, except for the last book. I for whatever reason was there a fairly large gap, Aaron, between the sixth and the seventh. Three book? years. Yeah. Is that was that pretty standard, or were they closer before um, that? When she started publishing after four, it came out two thousand, two thousand and three, two thousand and mm-hmm. oh no, yeah. 2000, 2003, or 2002, and the last one came out in 2007, so four... A bit of a gap. Yeah. A, little that must have been than, a little less than yeah. eight years for four books. I must have so. been... Yeah, I, and I, I wasn't really... As anyone that listens to the show knows, I'm bad at watching movies, and so I, I think really? I watched the first three movies and then, then stopped, so I... 
yeah, I, I didn't, for whatever reason, read the last book when it came out. And so I have since read it, but that was a little more recent, but the rest was yeah, oh, boy, many years ago. So. You would have learned so many spoilers if you hadn't read the last book and never saw the last uh, No, I, I read it after I, oh. after the Did you know what spoilers. Snake kills yeah. Dumbledore? Yeah. Oh, you like, ruined holy it already. crap. Jeez. Even I haven't even read the, any of the other books, and even I know that. <laughs> yeah, this is no longer a spoiler-free podcast. Yeah. yeah, even though we spoiled that in pretty much every other episode of this show. Yeah, yeah but that book came out in two thousand five. So yeah, you've had no your, right to complain. Yeah. Had your chance, but yeah. there are people who will still will complain. <laughs> yeah. So, what else do you guys want to talk? About? Oh, I guess we were going to talk about Fantastic Beasts comes out, or I guess is out as of anyone listening to this show. Yeah, it is coming out this week, this Friday. So, um, I think we've all seen the first one here i made a point to watch it this weekend so and i think you rewatched it brent eh? yeah i've rewatched it yeah but it's not as rewatchable as i thought but uh yeah. it's a little bit more difficult but have you okay. seen it robin yeah when it came out like a couple of years ago i you or what i was gonna say yeah you rewatched it this weekend or no right. yeah, yeah, yeah i rewatched it this yeah weekend. so did i i I don't know. What'd you guys think of it? I I don't know. I'm I always have a weird perspective of movies because I don't watch a ton of them. But I thought it was like good. It was cool to look at. Like the CGI and everything was pretty sweet. But it didn't like blow me away in terms of being like a standout movie or anything. Like I that. yeah. Uh, so I really liked uh, Dan Fogler's role, and I really liked uh, Freddie Highmore. Um, he's amazing. But uh, yeah, Freddie like, Highmore or. The main guy. Oh my God, yeah, Freddie Highmore. That, that is not right. Buddy. A different Eddie actor. Jeez. Yeah, Eddie Redmayne, Freddie Eddie. You know where I got confused. Holy Man, crap! I thank no you for you fixing your nerd me. card a couple yeah, weeks ago. I did lose my nerd card, <laughs> but you know what? Right away actually, he's still I'm coming probation. up. Three, yeah, actually, I'm coming up in like what seven? Well, I think weeks. you said eleven weeks or something. Didn't <laughs> yeah. You? So yeah, twelve, seven, five weeks. Five weeks to go. I can do math. Yeah. yeah. So five so, more weeks, and I get my nerd card back. So Kelso, you liked Eddie Redmayne's performance? I did like Eddie Redmayne's performance, and I thought it was kind of okay. cool to have, you know, another movie like inside of that whole universe because I really liked the Harry Potter universe, and it had been a while since like there was a good Harry Potter movie or the last movie anyway. It had been several years. So I thought it was cool to kind of revisit that magic. But yeah. I, again, it's kind of like the Hobbit series when you're comparing, it doesn't really light a candle to me to the original like Harry no, Potter series. Sure. So like it was a good movie yeah. from uh, that standpoint. I never yeah. read the book, um, but it wasn't a great movie. I'm just going to say, like, I, I agree. It was really fun to get back into that world. Um, but I actually didn't really like Eddie Redmayne in that movie. Um, I can't remember why. It's been a while. I think he was just really, like, fidgety or something. I don't know what it was. I guess that's his style. But for whatever reason, I just remember being like, eh, not enjoying this. Yeah, there's. I, I could kind of see what you're getting. Like, yeah, I, I hadn't seen really any of his other movies. I don't know. I can tell you what he's in. But I... No, oh, he's, he's really good in a lot of other stuff. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, like uh, was the one with the, the Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The uh, what was that? The what theory was it of everything. Oh, theory of everything. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, and yeah, the I didn't see. I saw bits and pieces of the Danish girl. I think Christina was watching it, but uh, yeah, no, I, I think he's been really good in some other stuff. But I just found him a little okay, too Del. fidgety. <laughs> He won an Oscar. Did he win an Oscar for Theory of Everything or Danish Girl? Yeah, he did. Yeah, Theory of Everything. Or I think it was Theory of Everything. Yeah, Theory oh, okay. Of everything, sure. Um, I was just gonna say so. Like, I think it's probably fair to say that I'm probably the biggest Potter fan of everybody. Of <laughs> everyone that I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I think for me, and this just goes with extended universes in general. Sometimes I struggle with when they extend universes past what the original story was intended to be. And I'm not saying I hated yeah. the movie because I'm not getting at that. It definitely had sort of the feelings of magic with Harry Potter. But oh, when I J.K. Rowling wrote really uh, Harry Potter, like it was a seven book series and it was always mm -hmm. intended to be completed as a seven book series. Yeah. And so I think for me, a bit of the struggle is when something's totally complete and they go to expand it. Sometimes I feel it doesn't always flow correctly. And, um, one of the other things that I sort of think that might be an issue, and we'll see what happens with the next movie, actually, is it was originally slated to be, I believe, a trilogy, and they've moved it into five films. And I find generally oh, expansions yeah. like that I'm not a fan of, and The Hobbit is a great example of that. The yeah. Hobbit yeah. should have been Speaking one movie. 
Yes. Yes. Speaking of the Hobbit, this reminded me of the analogy that Bilbo has when he says, I feel like a bit of butter scraped over too much bread. That <laughs> yeah. applies well for the Fantastic Beast being spread over to five movies, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree. Great that hit analogy. the nail on the coffin. At least they're like adding, <laughs> um, they're adding um, like extra, um, like they're writing it, I guess, at least as they're writing the movie. So that's not going to be stretched out as much as like The Hobbit. So yeah, you definitely have that effect. Uh, you won't have the same effect as The Hobbit because The Hobbit was a book and a short book, mind you. Yeah. If anyone's read The Hobbit, it's like a children's My book. Favorite it's book. not very long. It's a great book, but they split it out into like three, three hour long movies. And some of those and like the other problem I have with The Hobbit movie, and I guess we've transitioned onto that, is The Hobbit movie is partially about Bilbo's adventure and Bilbo's cleverness. Mm -hmm. And so things like getting them for anyone familiar with the books, they escape the Elven Kingdom by Bilbo's cleverness. And in the movie, it's like a 30 minute drawn out battle scene where they're jumping around on barrels in the middle of a river. And I'm just like, why? Uh, yeah. <laughs> However, the, barrel scene. The, mu yeah. That, the music in that movie, in the second Hobbit movie, is really like the Lake Town music resonates really well with me. And sometimes if like a movie, like I totally agree with you, like they, they spread it out over way too many, but way too many. But uh, for me, music also kind of either can save the day a little bit or make it worse. And I feel like the Hobbit soundtrack, well, Howard Shore is a brilliant genius. So I think anything that he produces is amazing. He did the, the soundtrack for the Hobbit as well as yeah, the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. So um, that to me kind of gave it a little bit of saving grace, but I agree. Uh, the movie was way the books. The book was way too short to be spread into three movies. However, they did do a bunch of unfinished tales. They added a bunch of that stuff into the trilogy, so I can see kind of where they went. But uh, they should have just kind of left that out. I have to say, I wasn't a fan. So <laughs> no, that's fine. Yeah, uh, I was thinking about music there. Do you know? Did the uh, well? I know that John Williams didn't do the music for Fantastic Beasts. It was I've forgotten his name now. I think there's Howard in it too, but it's not Howard Shore. Um, but I could be wrong. I assume then the second movie will also not have It'd be the John same Williams. guy. Yeah, and so yeah. I was wondering, do you know? Is it the same um, company that's making them as, as Harry Potter, which I should know off the top of my head? But I, I believe don't. so because yeah. I'm pretty sure for the second movie, David Yates, who was the director of several of the Potter films, is back directing. Okay, okay. I just saw that. Mm -hmm. It's James Newton Howard. Okay, yeah, that was the uh, composer of the first one. Yeah, I'm guessing he's probably doing the second one if he's still going. So, so Brent, what did you think of the movie? Um, I, I don't know. I'm like a huge like animal fan, so like watching all like the creatures and everything, that was always really cool. Like watching the one like when they're in the zoo, and it's like the the rhinoceros. Thing? Yeah, yeah. He's like trying to mate with loved, the guy. Yeah, must love all those Airbud movies then, Brent. Oh man, I love Airbud. <laughs> hey it's man, like the greatest MVP. thing. Oh, and then like this week, like Space Jam came out too. And like, man, that's like you an all-time favorite. this week, favorite. like 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did the, you confused okay, me yeah, with this gonna, last week. I was going to say, did they do the little LeBron James version of that? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. am they, actually excited if they do they that. Are, yeah. They are. It's official. Um, with LeBron James? Yeah, with LeBron James. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's cool. actually happening. That's awesome. Actually, so Brent, I can't wait for that. But Michael Jordan has to be in it somehow. He's got to be like a cameo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. his powers. Go ahead. Sorry, what were you saying? Brent, have you ever seen, oh, has, Brent, have you ever seen Dunstan Checks In? No, I haven't. Okay, if you love animals, you should watch that movie. Okay. It's just an orangutan. It's just an orangutan running around a hotel the whole time. <laughs> That's awesome. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Two hours to kill one night. That's my speaking. Oh, of, that'll be next episode. Speaking yeah. of animal movies, now we're way off topic, but you guys are just feeding me <laughs> yeah. right now. Have you guys ever seen MVP, Most Valuable Primate? I've yeah. heard of it. I've yeah. never seen it. Those yeah. movies are awesome too, and I just thought of Air Bud. Yeah. Reminds me of MVP. And there was like most vertical primates. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, feel, I yeah. feel like we definitely went through an animal movie phase in the late '90s, early 2000s. That was a huge part. Yeah. Of Homeward childhood. Bound, 28 Days oh Later gosh. type stuff when it started getting into. Uh, what was the one with the camcorder? Um, I mean, it's not just 28 Days Later is a zombie. Oh movie. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah, but doesn't it like Cloverfield? Like, you mean Cloverfield? Maybe I'm confusing. What's the one where it starts with like a monkey in a cage and stuff and like. That's not twenty. That's not eighteen monkeys. So many years old. No. Twelve monkeys. No, I'm no, thinking. No, I, you know, I'm sorry. I'm thinking. I'm confusing with Planet of the Apes because somebody said that. But yeah. it's the yeah. same kind of premise. Yeah. Like the Titanic script. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's been rewritten multiple yeah. times. Yeah. 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 I I kind of like I sort of agree with you, Brent, and I think that that was the part of the movie that was like the most magical to me. Yeah. But I think part of the problem that I had with the film, and I'm curious to see how it goes forward, is it had this weird like dichotomy in the way that it was 
done. So they had the creature storyline. So the creatures are escaped in New York and they're going to try track down all of these creatures. And then there's this other storyline about like dark wizards that's kind of concurrent, but they don't super converge. And I didn't necessarily like the way that they converged in the end. So it kind of felt like there was almost two competing movies going on at the same time a little bit. Yeah, I found they didn't like really develop the other characters that much you know like the um, i've forgotten his name now who's the guy that's in the last battle scene there um well, grindelwald uh no the other dude that's, Credence? yeah i think uh, not yeah 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 Credence, like the like, kid right yeah i mean i well no uh, yeah, yeah yeah i mean partly him too but no the uh, there's isn't there another dude unless i'm confusing them all like colin, colin farrell yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like yeah. his character yeah yeah oh he's yeah. grindelwald sorry yeah. oh yeah that's yeah. right yeah spoilers yeah. i'm getting everyone's name bad and bad i thought that johnny depp was grindelwald Oh, yeah, he is, but that's right. Colin Farrell was uh, Grindelwald In pretending Scott's to be or, somebody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of su- sucky because Colin Farrell's an amazing actor. Honestly, and, and actually, that speaks to like the casting controversy because there's been quite a bit of casting controversy going on, particularly with Johnny Depp because he had those abuse allegations about with his ex-wife or ex-partner. I don't remember. Ex-wife, yeah. Yeah. Ex-wife, Amber Heard. Yeah, so there was a like, casting controversy about that. I also personally really like Colin Farrell as an actor, so I kind of wish they'd kept him on in that role. And then there was other casting controversy about the second movie with uh they cast an asian american woman in a role that for did you hear about that um very vaguely yeah yeah and uh it was basically that uh the lore surrounding it was about uh it should have been a character i think of indonesian descent don't like quote me on this but i know that there was casting controversy over that and also the role she played in the film some people were upset about. So there's actually been quite a bit of casting controversy around the franchise as well, which is um, something that's interesting. About Claudia it. Kim as Najini. Yeah. And so has anyone heard about the new movie? Do you know, like, are the critics? Is it? Is it I, I've heard, like, critics are, like, crushing it right now. Like, like they, panning it, you mean? They don't like they it don't very like much. It? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't I know. I only saw one review from the AV Club, and it wasn't favorable. Hmm. Interesting. I am pumped to see Jude Law as Professor Albus Dumbledore. I like Jude Law yeah. as an actor. Yeah. yeah. He's so what, awesome. is, what? I mean, There's I haven't he, even watched the trailer. Other than the obvious, I guess, due to the name of the movie, like, what did, what did they reveal that it's supposed to be about? What's well, supposed to happen? as far as I know, it's back in Europe. I think they're in France, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm pretty sure that Basically, it's more focused on the Grindelwald storyline, which I assume means it's less focused on the creature storyline, which again goes back to my point about like the weird dichotomy of the film. Like, it's like they they had this movie, which was almost a standalone movie, and then they kind of set it up into a series, but I feel like they haven't done it very fluidly. And admittedly, I haven't seen the film, so I can't comment on whether or not both storylines sort of continue, but I did watch the trailer and it didn't really seem like is it the going, creature storyline continues. Is it going back? Cause like, cause like, this is a young Albus Dumbledore. And like, no, it's like five years in the future. Cause Newt's, okay. Newt's Scamander's storyline. school, right? Yeah. yeah. So he, but uh, Dumbledore should be younger. Like I think it all happens in about the twenties. Okay. So quite a bit prior to Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, which is refresh me. When does the Harry Potter storyline? Nineties. 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 Gotcha. Well, it always like it has this. I mean, I mean, obviously Hogwarts has this older feel, but like, at least in the original movies too, it always had this. To me, it had this feeling of being older too. You know, I don't know. I guess it's maybe just set in like, like older English. I think English, it's in so. a castle, so how can it not yeah. feel yeah. older? Yeah. Plus, uh, like the Wizarding World has was always written in such a way that its technology was not as modernized as yeah. uh, the Muggle world mm-hmm. because like oh so it's like the North Korea of uh, yes exactly yeah. yep. Hogwarts <laughs> is like North Korea yeah. um, because yeah. like Dudley That's just magical <laughs> yeah I was just gonna say that because yeah. like the Dudley watches TV Korea. and plays video games and stuff like that in the books like uh, Harry's cousin for mm-hmm. those of you who don't remember yeah. so like it it obviously isn't at least a semi modern. Mm-hmm. setting but um mm-hmm. but i think like one of my biggest issues and i it's hard to comment on this kind of stuff before it finishes but i feel like jk rowling with not so much these films definitely with cursed child but possibly with these films too has like george lucas to franchise a little bit and i mm. don't mean that oh you don't want a george lucas to franchise <laughs> <laughs> no you don't yeah <laughs> no you do not very good <laughs> use of word though yeah uh, nice verbiage yes <laughs> of george Yes, <laughs> that's right. So, what else is coming up here this week? Here, oh, actually, I guess we should we should touch on the fact that we lost a legend in the in the comic world here this week. Yes, Stan Lee passed away at the ripe age of ninety five. 
the day after Remembrance Day. I mean, I guess that's an easy way to remember it then. Yeah. That's right. But uh, no, I... So, so I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, unless you can't remember when yeah. Remembrance Day is. But. So November yeah. 12th, everybody. Yeah. So I, yeah, and so what was his last cameo then? Ant-Man. You know, is what, it like... Ant-Man vs. the Wasp. Yeah, yeah. Is it, that's the did, only other one I can think yeah. of. Is there any that are unreleased that he's in? Probably Infinity Wars 2. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if okay. they've already shot some. I guess they wouldn't tell so, people, probably. So was he not in Venom then? He was. He was, yeah. yeah. So would he be into... Oh, so, into- so Venom is the more recent then, because Ant-Man yeah. vs. the Wasp was, was before Venom. I wonder if he's in, like, uh, Intro into the Spider-Verse then, too. Probably. That's the only other one I can kind of think of. I mean, I got to say on the whole thing, like, 95, like, that's a that's pretty, pretty good. good life, mm-hmm. like, all things yeah. considered. Yeah. And he'll have a huge legacy that will outlast him for sure mm-hmm. i mean it already like yeah mm-hmm. he I mean, created yeah. entertainment like, for like every kid and he seems like a genuinely good guy i just really hope that there's not some weird like posthumous dirt dug up on him yeah or something. i agree yeah. well there's yeah. a bunch of crap with like people taking advantage of him and his money because but his not old dirt age. on him not dirt yeah. on him mm-hmm. though yeah like he's okay. the nicest guy uh one of my good friends who's in charge of the uh, saskatoon expo um, actually, what I had a short conversation with Stan Lee when he was in Calgary a couple of years ago, and Stan Lee to me was just seemed like the nicest guy, never had a mean thing to say about anybody, and was just like that grandpa you kind of want to just go sit beside and listen to amazing stories all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it seemed like he would have like, <laughs> some good ones. Hey? Yeah, yeah. What if he could just yeah, like imagine if Stanley was your grandpa? Oh, yeah. Man. Oh my god. What if he could just like yeah. just whip off like <laughs> yeah. a quick like superhero story like while you're yeah. in sitting in front of the TV or something? Yeah, he's just, like he's a, just got like a bunch of them stored that never quite yeah. made it to print. Yeah. He just like reads <laughs> off to his kids. Yeah. yeah. Spider-Man <laughs> bedtime stories. You can only just, imagine. Yeah. I mean, ever. there's lots of people you think about like that. Like I always wonder like, and I know he's got grandkids in the area, but like, what would it be like to be like Gordy Howe's grandkid? Like. Yeah. Mr. Hockey, right? Mm-hmm. It just, it seems a little, yeah. And so, I mean, he has grandkids, yeah, yeah. so. Quite the he does. So on that yeah. note, Aaron, you're going to be welcome back on the show anytime with setting up segues like that. So that was perfect. <laughs> one of the motivating factors for doing this episode, other than the movie coming out, was, Ron, I guess we were talking, that was about a few months ago now, um, when you were yeah. in Saskatoon. Yeah we were, yeah, we were at a bar and just chatting about wanting to do podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you had this idea that you're sharing, you've, you've had in your pocket for a little while and wanting to uh, bring it to life here. And so I don't, I, if you want to introduce the, the idea here, sure. I'll take it away. Yeah, yeah. so I, I've been playing fantasy hockey for like five years now, and I keep waiting for the fantasy element of it to reveal itself. But uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so far it just feels like a lot of hockey. Yeah. Um, so... So I figured uh, just for fun, I would act like a sorting hat and try to sort uh, various hockey teams and players into the four Harry Potter uh, houses. Yeah. So in Ravenclaw, Wolfpuff, and Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys are more than welcome to please uh, chime in if you think that my appointments are wrong or if you have any appointments to uh to make yourself into these houses. So, yeah, and I know I saw you yeah. got some notes there. I think Erin also came prepared here with her copy oh, of the copy of the book where uh, <laughs> they where they give the the sorting hat descriptions of the actual houses. So I say you got the mini okay. ones in there. So maybe as you go from from one to the other, Erin can chime in with the yeah. little descriptor here. Okay, so I'll say first with Slytherin, I wrote down the characteristics for ambitious, shrewd, cunning, strong, and then I added somewhat evil because I feel like they're somewhat evil. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the real one, Erin? Okay, so this is from the Sorting Hat song in The Philosopher's Stone. So uh, the line goes, In Slytherin, you'll make your real friends. Those cunning folk use any means to achieve their ends. So... I feel like your description is probably more accurate over the seven books because you have a couple others, but yeah. basically they just say they're cunning and manipulative, I guess. Just like snakes. I'm going to definitely go closer to the manipulative side of that description. Yeah. Um, not even manipulative, just, just somewhat evil. Um, yeah, yeah. So first, uh, I'm going to start with the team. I'm going to say the Los Angeles Kings. So... The reason for this, uh, there are a few reasons. Um, I noticed that every, not every player, but quite a few players on the Kings on their Yahoo Fantasy profiles 
It's going to have slicked back hair along with his dark hair, too. Yeah. I so mean, have like, any of you seen Malfoy in the, Malfoy in the first couple movies? Oh, that yeah. That greaseball hair. Sorry, Robin. Oh, so much slicked back hair. No, the, so I'm, I've named it Slytherin Flow. Nice. So, uh, <laughs> Good name. So, yeah, guys like... <laughs> guys like Drew Doughty, Peter Budai, Jack Campbell, like even recent Kings editions I've noticed have the Slytherin flow. It's part um, of the like, you know, you got to shave your beard on the Leafs or you got to whatever else on, on yeah. the Kings, you got to slick your hair back. You don't have to shave yeah. your beard anymore. Lou Lamarillo is gone. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Only, only that yeah. No, I feel, I feel like actually now that we talk about that, Lou would, could be a candidate for Slytherin because that's just cruel to make all the <laughs> yeah. players yeah. shave their facial hair. That's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, the but obvious has got to be the, Gary Bettman, too, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. He's I the mean, worst Slytherin we're probably in the not, mm-hmm. We're probably not going to be drafting commissioners in our fantasy league. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but he's definitely Slytherin. Yeah. Um, so they also had the Slava Voinov situation with, uh, yeah, I don't know. They, I guess they have, they dealt with it in okay, but I feel like they, they still had him practicing when he was like, going through those allegations. I mean, he was he still like, practicing with the TV. Yeah. He like pushed his head's wife or his wife's head through a TV. Was it? Or something yeah. like something that? Like that. Yeah. 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 It was something brutal. Not PG. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, no, pretty strong allegations. It sounded like too. So yeah, a questionable move to have yeah. him still there. Yeah. Yeah. Then they've also got the Mike Richards contract shenanigans. Um, mm-hmm. So like how that just seems really unlegit, uh, how they canceled his, his contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Um, but I guess like there are some parallels. You could even say like the Blackhawks have similar, similarly bad record for that with the Marion Hosa contract. And, uh, and then the Blackhawks also have Patrick Kane and his allegations, yeah. which were not nearly as they weren't proven to be true. Like no knobs were, yeah, but, yeah. but still something there. But I, I, as I said, the Kings, I would choose. But do you guys have any teams that you would pick to be a Slytherin team? Well, I'm, Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, I was just going to go with uh, the Calgary Flames to an extent over their uh, <laughs> arena issues. They have definitely pulled some manipulation tactics on the city of Calgary. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I, I didn't pick any teams. I mean, the obvious, although I feel like it's changed a lot in like the last 10 years, but the obvious choice some time ago would have been, you know, the Broad Street Bullies. But but I think oh, yeah. that's that's since changed, you know, quite a bit. I think they've lost a bit of that edge. And, and does Gritty look like any uh, Slytherin people? Like, oh yeah, looks <laughs> like you might scare the Slytherin. Gritty the mascot. Yeah, that's true. He could be the he could be the house mascot instead of the serpent. Yeah, they could have Gritty out yeah, there. Really like, <laughs> maybe yeah. a new house. Yeah, house or of maybe Gritty. like uh, maybe like Fenrir Greyback. Greyback had a lot of facial hair and hair. So <laughs> yeah, so could, like, could draw some parallels to Gritty. Um, and I mean, I, like I know he's like universally hated, but you don't like. You don't have to be hated to be in Slytherin, but like, would you classify Marshand as a Slytherin? Yeah, I yeah, can see so that's that. What I was about to, that's what I was about to get into. I was going to talk about players that okay. I have classified as Slytherin, and actually first is Brad Marshand. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, like, I don't mean to profile him by his looks, but I already did that with the Kings, so I will. Um, <laughs> he's, got the, <laughs> he's got just a greasy rat-like appearance. He's got so, the snake yeah, look. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've also got James Neal listed there for all his neon knee stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Tom Wilson is pretty obvious. Um, <laughs> although, yeah. Yeah, definitely Tom Wilson. And then um, we just, yeah. he just like got his suspension moved down too, didn't he? Yeah. I yeah. thought I heard that down, down to 14, 14 games. Oh, he's, he actually played last night, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He scored Save. and he got in a fight. Yeah. Saved $300,000, so. Somebody will be getting yeah. some points in the dumpster league this week then. Yeah, me. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> all Slytherin. Uh, all Slytherin. He wasn't suspended, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to see him back for that, but yeah. not for what he yeah. actually brings to the game of hockey. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I also wanted to retroactively give a shout out to Tim Thomas as Slytherin. Okay. Because of his, because uh, there is kind of a weird alt-right white nationalist thing going on with the Death Eaters and they seem to mostly be Slytherin and Tim Thomas is definitely all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um, I also threw in Mark Borowicki uh, just because the way he uh, appeased Eugene Melnick who is also going under Slytherin for sure. Oh, yeah. and, and also he kind of looks like a grown-up hybrid of Crab and Goyle. Right? <laughs> oh my so God, true. true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such a good one. <laughs> Um, and I know it's the wrong fantasy source material, but I had to get William Nylander in here uh, as a Slytherin, <laughs> but more so as a dead ringer for King Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Um, so, so true. 
Yeah. But he's definitely Slytherin too because of this whole contract holdout nonsense in which he seems to feel like he is worth Leon Dreisaitl money, yeah. even though Kasperi Kapanen has proven that he can do basically what Neil Ander does and get paid like nothing to do it. Yeah, um, that I, that has really not... Like, he tried to play a long game and that really has not panned out for him well. Would you have classified him as Slytherin prior to this season? No. No. Um, well, maybe with the King Joffrey comparison, because King Joffrey <laughs> is evil. And, yeah. It's true. <laughs> but... But I, it's, it pains me to say it because the only Leafs jersey I have with me, and I am a Leafs fan, is uh, the only one I have with me in Yellowknife is Nylander. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> that was a it's huge not, mistake. Okay. Yeah, when, when a mistake. The, when's the deadline for that? December 1st. That's coming up, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah, about to be heading to Carolina, I'm thinking. Do you have any other guys on your Slytherin list? No. Uh, I've got a couple I, here. I'm good. I've got yeah, a, a go couple ahead. suggestions. You guys can can chime in. So I, I I've got them for each of the houses. I've got a couple. Oh, wait, sorry, yeah. Lucic, obviously Lucic. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> choice, clear Lucic. Yeah, it's gotta yeah. be Slytherin for sure. Yeah, according yeah, to Kelsey's Instagram, though, he's looking lean this year. Yeah, so. he did. He lost weight, <laughs> yeah. but he still sucks yeah. and can't score any freaking goals. The ambition's there though. He's got yeah. that ambition. Yeah. He did lose weight though. Yeah, this looks like good job. But yeah. look at his Instagram photo. Yeah, he lost some weight. Yeah, and then. They nope. even talked about it on the game last night when remind me of the score again, Simon. How uh, did that go? I don't know that I think they canceled that one. <laughs> did yeah. they? Yeah. I mean, I don't think the Habs showed up. I think it was yeah. a practice for the others. So yeah, I've also got uh, I've, yeah, for each, I've got a couple guys that are inactive and a couple guys that are active now. So uh, for some of the inactive guys, I was thinking like maybe a guy like Aginla, you could argue, could be a Slytherin, you know, like he's got that gritty edge there. He's got the leadership wow. qualities of it oh, too. Geez, but, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I know. It depends yeah. how you see him, I guess. Yeah. 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 I love Aginla. I can't, I can't. Yeah, yeah you can't do it. I mean, like, maybe he, as an was, he was being yeah. very ambitious, jumping from team to team at the end of his career, attempting to Yeah, like yeah, loyalty, cup, you could question, but I guess he was looking Slytherin, for a job. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, ambition is the number one tenant of a Slytherin. It's very skewed in the books okay. by the yeah. personalities, but if we look at the definition. Yeah. Okay, so that one may Maybe maybe uh, a, a toss up. Uh, Danny Heatley. Now there's a guy. Okay, I think yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Homicide, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Anything. Yeah. He, anything. Yeah. yeah. Anything he can do to get his way. Yeah. There was a guy that could have probably fit in Slytherin. And then for a couple other active guys, I mean, I, I mean you could argue, make a good case for any of the Boston Bruins, you know, in a given year. But uh, Chara, you that's know, I mean, maybe coming from you as a Habs fan. But yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Chara because yeah, you know he's a he's, he he's a leader, right? Half. Big leader, but also like can can throw down. Uh, with guys, yeah, uh, I guess I, st- I think he's got more like Gryffindor? integrity to him. Than most yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, but I guess, but I guess Snape is a Slytherin. He's got integrity, so sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's about all I got for that. So I don't know. Should we move on to the next one? Anyone else have any sure. last uh, Slytherin additions? Uh, no, go ahead, Robin. No. Okay. What house are we going I've got, to? Uh, Ravenclaw. Okay. Next. Ravenclaw. So I have values, intelligence, creativity, learning, and wit. What do yeah. you have, Aaron? Uh, or yet in wise old Ravenclaw, if you've a ready mind, where those of wit and learning will always find their kind. I would also agree with creativity mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my teams, I took I took two teams for this. Uh, one I put was, this might surprise people, but Arizona Coyotes. Because I think they've made some smart acquisitions with their salary laundering at a time when they knew that they wouldn't contend with uh, the Datsuk contract, the Pronger contract. Um in exchanging those for assets and maybe this is the year we start to see the results of john chica's intelligent and creative use of cap space i think that's a fair comment they've they've struggled recently but they this year they seem to be at least uh showing some grit although as a coyote fan it's got to be tough to see uh, max domi playing as well as he is in montreal but yeah it's true but it's who's to say he might have been that anti-ranta's injured again too that he he was poised to have a Breakout year, I think, if you could just stay healthy. Mm-hmm. But sometimes guys just need a change of scenery. I think even Galchenyuk was injured yeah. for a while. I think he'll yeah. he'll start lighting it up for yeah, them he'll, eventually. He'll pick it up. Yeah. So would you yeah. also argue that like uh, based on their play, the Sedins like as a unit would fit in Ravenclaw? Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like they, they definitely value intelligence, creativity, and learning. Uh, maybe not the wit as much as as far as I can tell. Yeah, they seem pretty deadpan from from what I remember. Mm-hmm. And like and like a player like I mean he's my favorite. I'm a Red Wings fan and he's my favorite player. But Datsuk always just had oh for sure like just a creativity like an approach to the game that was unique. Well, 
Yeah, yeah. he was. What was his nickname? The magician. Yeah. Like, yeah, I had. It's funny. Was, I had him. He probably went to Hogwarts, and that's why you're. Yeah, that. I had. I had yeah. Datsuk down originally. <laughs> I'm really stretching to make a comparison. To the <laughs> yeah. Too, not, no, I had. I had Datsuk down originally in under Hufflepuff, and then I was thinking, well, maybe that would be better fit under Ravenclaw. Yeah, the creativity. I mean, he, and he the, did have team loyal. Like, that's actually, and we'll he, talk about them when we get to Hufflepuff. But I think loyalty is definitely mm-hmm. something yeah. that the Red Wings yeah. have mm-hmm. both ways, sometimes to a fault. Yeah. But. Yeah. Okay. Continue um, on, I'm going to continue on with my second team, uh, the San Jose Sharks. So I said the Sharks because of the Carlson trade and also because they managed to get Evander Kane for just a second round pick at the deadline last year and then signed him long term. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think that these are smart acquisitions and that Doug Wilson is a good GM at winning trade. Yeah. yeah. Um, so do you have any teams that you would consider like anti Ravenclaw? Yeah, I actually have a section here called the well, the end of the bony-eared ass fish fence, <laughs> which I named because this is the animal. I looked it up. It has the smallest brain relative to its body size. Oh, my God, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so those would be the Edmonton Oilers because uh, Peter Chiarelli is a terrible GM. Kelsey, you want to um, chime in here? Oh, he's terrible. <laughs> like, no, don't even get me started on the uh, Larson for Hall trade, yeah. on the Lucic contract, <laughs> on the Russell contract. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Continue on. And I also have Ottawa Senators, for obvious reasons, I think, and Montreal Canadiens. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Simon, but I just feel like even though the Max Domi trade is looking good right now, I still just don't like a lot of the trades that Mark Bergman's been making lately. I would agree. Um, yeah. <laughs> if there's one GM and worse Bergevin's than Shirelli, I would say Bergevin's up there. I still can't believe he has a job, but that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. That day that he and, just like unloaded Subban for Weber mm-hmm. and then yeah. traded like, oh, well, you know, they have Sergikov and like the miners, they'll be fine. Oh, you know, we'll trade him for Duran. Oh, wait, we have no defense left now, so... <laughs> Yeah. Welcome to uh, Victor Mete yeah. and former Edmonton <laughs> Oiler Jeff Petrie. Yeah. Hey, Petrie's a beauty. We he all is. know this. great. Yeah. Don't, don't also, drag Petrie. No, I love lives. Petrie. <laughs> and because, like, isn't Petrie the name of one of the dinosaurs, Land Before Time? Oh, yeah. Land Before Time, Petrie. Yeah. yeah. There you so, go. I assume that's based on the Petrie dish, and that's why they named him yeah. that. Must be, yeah. Yeah. Very so nice. Very I never thought of that, Aaron. I just learned something new today. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Sorry, so, go ahead. Um, so, are you, so, Aaron, are you saying that they had petri dish technology back in Land Before Time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, the players that I have listed uh, first is Alex Kalorn because he is a Harvard grad who graduated with a degree in poli sci and a 3.5 GPA. And uh, not sure if you saw the assist that he got last night, but he. Oh, that was, was a pretty disgusting. smart play. No, yeah, just yeah. a huge oh. alley. It was beautiful. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and that's cool. I didn't so, know that he went to Harvard and graduated because that's—I'd say—that's very uncommon. Yeah, the only NHL other players. like, uh, like sports player I can think of is Ryan Fitzpatrick, who quarterbacks the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But and yeah, where did I, he go to school? Dom- he went to Dominic Harvard. Oh, he went to Harvard as well. Yeah. Hmm. Dominic Moore went to. It might have been either Harvard or Yale. I oh think. yeah, that's true. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. But I—they're I w- definitely in a minority, though. I would imagine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. And then uh, I have, in terms of the creativity, I've got Connor McDavid and Mitch Marner, and also TJ Oshie, just because of his incredible shootout record. I mean, oh, you man. have to be you have to be creative to be that successful at the shootout. I just remember him yeah. as like Team USA, and, and they just sent him again and again. Yeah, him against Russia, and like Bobrovsky couldn't stop him every single Bobrovsky! time. Bobrovsky, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> poor guy. Yeah, I, I under that same sort of thought i put down crosby you know he could argue a lot of cases for him to yeah. be in any different house but just yeah the creativity on his goal it seems uh, like as he gets older every year he's got some new tricks up his sleeve yeah especially uh, that he plays with like no wingers of significance, yeah and he always makes them like he made kunitz like an olympian and all that <laughs> stuff and Hell, he made Colby armstrong i think put up like 40 points yeah, in 40 exactly. yeah. Games, i so. grew up i grew up next door to him eh to Colby? Yeah, yeah. His family grew up down oh, the street cool. from me. Yeah, so we. Yeah, and he's still plugging away on sports nuts. So yeah, yeah. He was a, he always is, a funny guy. See his beautiful face. Yeah. Every, <laughs> every few days. Army, I think they call him. But 
Yeah, we or, uh, yeah had Crosby down. I also had, you know, kind of looking at, in terms of creativity, uh, Jumbo Joe Thornton down for a guy, you know, that's mm-hmm. put up, I think, over 100 points a couple of times, and, but mostly assists. Like, he's got, I mean, he just got his yeah, 400th goal. He just but. crossed the uh, milestone. He's, like, I think only the 11th player in history to put up 400 goals and 1,000 mm-hmm. assists. But yeah, and he also put up, crazy. like, yeah, 90 assists one of the when seasons. He, when he talks San Jose, though, yeah, that that is, like, the true... San Jose deal when they stole him from Boston for absolutely nothing. Yeah, Yeah. they must have thought he was going to taper off or something, which he definitely didn't do. Yeah, yeah. He that year, I remember he put up ninety six assists. I think it was. Yeah, and had one hundred and twenty five points. That's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Um, Any other additions to Ravenclaw, guys? I think I would have said previous incarnations of the Detroit Red Wings for their drafting, but I'm less certain of the oh, yeah. current yeah. iteration. Yeah, yeah, with yeah, for sure. Former, Another former player maybe you could make a case for if you focus on like intelligence and learning that you might get from being a veteran in the game, maybe uh, Yager, Yager rather, you could classify under there, mm-hmm. you know, to, to play that long in, a league, in the league, you know, because I guess he was loyal you know when, yeah, when teams I was, would keep I was gonna him argue, like, I was going to argue Hufflepuff just but. because he's so hard working too mm-hmm. like yeah. that dude was yeah. jacked yeah. at like 43 yeah but you got to be intelligent mm-hmm. as well so yeah it could go either way to, to, to survive that he's long he's a league, Huffleclaw so. or yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah should we move on to Hufflepuff then yeah sure yeah so Hufflepuff I have the criteria being hard work patient just make syntactic sense uh hard work patience justice and loyalty (laughs) okay yeah and i'm basically on the money with that so you might belong in hufflepuff where they are just and loyal those patient hufflepuffs are true and unafraid of toil (laughs) for a second i thought you were doing like a jeff foxworthy bit (laughs) (laughs) um so my team that i chose for that is the nashville predators considering the consistency of the team and david paul's tenure he's been the gm since they're I guess in current, since they since they started in like nineteen ninety eight. Is that right? Eh? I didn't know. And uh, I think he has. You probably Barry right. Trotz, no, no, that's right. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. And Barry Trotz coached there for like forever before he was finally fired. Um, so they were pretty loyal to him. Uh, Pecorini, they've been really loyal to, despite his letdown in the playoffs last year with giving him the two year deal. Although he did take a pretty good pay cut, I would say. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I just think that they are pretty. Uh, Hardworking, consistent, loyal team. For sure. And, uh, yeah. And another one I have is the Washington Capitals, just uh, for the obvious reasons. That they Patience. Worked forever <laughs> yeah. to be paid. They're so patient in winning that cup last year. I'm very happy that they finally broke through. Yeah, they could have blown the team up any number of times when things didn't go yeah. right again to Pittsburgh, but they stuck with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they came pretty close yeah. to blowing it. Like they, they started Grubauer, right? like they started Grubauer those first two games. People forget it. It's yeah. like they were down to nothing and they almost mm-hmm. went home that in the first round. The Blue Jackets. Yeah. Though, right. Yeah. yeah. Holtby's numbers were pretty bad. Weren't they? Bef- like, yeah, going yeah, into yeah. that they series, like they were already splitting times. So. In the regular season, it wasn't that great. Yeah. 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 But, but then he turned it on after um, and crushed it. But yeah. And he just needed to be uh, motivated properly. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, that was a, I, I have to think that they're, them going up against Pittsburgh, in addition to being an issue, was just like a huge mental block with them, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You look like you got something to say, Kelsey. No, I just, uh, well, I wasn't going to pay attention to it, but <laughs> I was going to say that's impressive because I sneezed uh, silently. I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, but now everybody's looking at me. But it was like, come out your ears or something. Well, well you yeah. know, yeah. and then when my eyes saw, eyes to pop out of my yeah. sockets, so I had to close my eyes. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, because I didn't want to be a distraction, but obviously yeah. now I am. Uh, but yeah. So what do you have for the players on this one, Robin? Uh, players. So uh, he may be retired, but I really want to give it to Shane Doan. Yeah. He is definitely like the definition of Hufflepuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, and then also, of course, Ovi for uh, sticking it out with uh, Washington and just being the charismatic captain that he was through their run. Mm-hmm. And then I also have Blake Wheeler on here. Just uh, the way his career has gone, he's now like probably better than he's ever been at age 33. And he he's a jack of all trades. He's a captain on the team. He's loyal. He signed with Winnipeg when everyone doesn't want to live there because of their lack of Wi-Fi and how cold it is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think Blake Wheeler deserves to be one of the top Hufflepuff picks. Speaking of Winnipeg, I'd almost argue for Mark Shifley, although I 
you could class him other places too because i have to say from everything that i've heard and like learned about him he is one of the most hard-working players in the nhl as well yeah, yeah i've heard he's like just a, like a, he like, loves watching the game like and he's it's obsessed just, yeah right? yeah it's really crazy watching like uh, documentaries on him and stuff it's pretty cool <laughs> so i had a couple guys down in this category um you mentioned mm-hmm. shane doan who i had down to i had the sedin twins down here too just because of their like patience and loyalty and that is yeah. fair they were very yeah. loyal to vancouver oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and then yeah datsuk we talked about i also had down a couple of montreal guys uh, markov and Pokanitz both they both played basically mm-hmm. their whole whole career in montreal minus a few games and well, then let's not forget the, yeah the cancer police <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, yeah yeah very important tenure <laughs> exactly yeah and markov was happy to st- or wanted to stay longer but but they <laughs> parted with ways with them and then uh, also at yeah, zetterberg that was pretty ruthless yeah yeah zetterberg's yeah. a good yeah. right, and that like goes back to my point about loyalty like detroit has had some incredibly loyal mm-hmm. players but they've also been mm-hmm. very loyal to certain players with contracts yeah, and Nick some Lidstrom of them was pretty loyal pardon Lidstrom. Lidstrom. yeah for sure like they had players who basically played their whole careers there yeah. that being said yeah. i think some of the contracts more so recently like i really didn't like the abdicator contract i think it was too long and for no. too much money mm-hmm. and so some of them i think they the team has been a bit too loyal to. yeah and then yeah, i've so, also so ken holland is the the person who makes hufflepuffs he's the hufflepuff maker basically. yeah basically <laughs> yeah. yeah ken holland yeah <laughs> he's the uh the had a house or whatever and then i also put i put eric carlson down here because i feel like i've never seen someone so crushed having to leave a team i've never seen someone so crushed having to leave the senators yeah (laughs) yeah and and they were already bad like they weren't even good every right to be so happy about that i wonder how matt duchene's feeling now yeah yeah oh i mean he's he's having a pretty good year so i mean yeah he might stick around yeah yeah Maybe so should we uh, move on to Gryffindor? I yeah. was going to chime in my oh, yeah. sense. No, that's okay. Uh, you could argue uh, Connor McDavid as being in multiple houses, but I put him in Hufflepuff for very specific reasons. Hard work. Uh, it, it takes an incredibly hard work to work for a terrible GM. That is Peter Shrelly. <laughs> and he puts in so much hard work on and off the ice. Doesn't play any video games. Um, watches <laughs> hockey. Is on the phone uh, right after the game saying, hey, did you guys see this? Did you see that? This is what we need to work on. This is what we need to do. The first to admit uh, when he makes a mistake, um, patience. It requires a lot of patience to play for the team that I love so much uh, when they're struggling so much with terrible draft picks and just to have all that patience playing for Edmonton says a lot about Connor Uh, justice getting justice for that last year's terrible blunder and doing better and now he's uh, riding an amazing point streak and so he's tied for point leader again he's the new goat and then loyalty Uh, he could have he could have pulled a um, Neander? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> an Eric Lindros, and and he could have ducked out after his three year contract was up, but no. So I like he's incredibly loyal to yeah. wherever he is. No, he and he also took a little bit of money off of the contract. Like he didn't sign the max. max yeah, deal, yeah. And so that says a lot. Like pretty insane because he's very clearly the best player in the league. Oh yeah. I my fantasy team thanks uh, everyone else in the league for him. <laughs> but thank you for your service. Well, I'm yeah. cheering. I'm cheering for whoever picked Connor McDavid because yeah. I'm not in this fantasy league this year just because yeah. it's too much thinking for me. Um, and then yes. the other shout out uh, former Hufflepuff person I play there is Ryan Smith. Yeah, I was um, just about to say that too. Absolute loyalty. Unfortunately, well, sure. he did. He didn't want to leave, and so when you brought up the segment about like uh, Carlson being absolutely Carlson. devastated, yeah. Ryan Smith was in tears when he got traded yeah. to the New York Islanders, and I was in tears too. I'm pretty sure we were like synchronized crying at the same time because <laughs> it was terrifying. But he, that guy is so loyal, so loyal, mm-hmm. and like he would be up there with all those greats who were just loyal to their team and wanted to do the best and just be he wanted to be an oiler forever be the very best yeah, yeah. i i have to say though this is you know people rag on hufflepuff all the time i think that segment kelsey proves why hufflepuffs are sweet so just saying you know and in the pottermore quiz 
I'm a Hufflepuff. Um, but when, uh, you know, I've had a few uh, barley sandwiches, I turn into a Gryffindor. <laughs> so Turns out alcohol makes you brave. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It does. Although it's, I believe, wasn't one of the qualities of Gryffindor brave to the point of recklessness. So maybe that fits well. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that, aren't we? Going into yeah, should we? Right let's, let's go to yeah, Gryffindor. Uh, hey, nice perfect segue, Simon. Yeah. What Gryffindor. you got, Robin? I have courage, bravery, nerve, and chivalry. Yeah. And the line is, you might belong in Gryffindor while d- where dwell the brave at heart. Their daring nerve and chivalry set Gryffindors apart. Oh, very nice. <laughs> so uh, so I chose the Leafs, obviously, because they're the heroes <laughs> in my heart. Uh, but that's, but I, know, I, know, I know that that's a, for most fans of hockey that is a bullshit answer so. <laughs> well they are brave uh, on your team yeah i believe in you robin <laughs> yeah but uh i don't know like uh i can't like i had trouble trying to pick a team for this i think it's uh maybe just whichever team currently leagues le- leaves leads the league in block shots maybe i don't know yeah, I agree. that but, is bravery uh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, one can make a case chris but, yeah. russell they're the element he's one of the lead yeah, leaders so, of block shots yeah, so he's the first player I have listed here because he's just willing to sacrifice his body uh, nonstop, no matter what it does to his uh, Corsi. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> does not so care about Chris analytics, was, that guy. No. No, he's not He's not on board the analytics train. No. He certainly um, can't score also, very well. No. Um, and his plus minus is also dipping down there, even though the Oilers are not too bad gold well, he, this year. his sticks he just places really add to his plus minus for the other team yeah. uh, here here you go i'll give you a nice rebound top one top add cheese. to the minus yeah yeah after he makes an incredible block the play before so it's like hot and cold mm-hmm. yeah yeah he's an old school hockey coach's dream for sure yeah um so then i also got alex edler uh he's been blocking a ton of shots the last few years as well so those are my two shot blocking guys yeah then I've got Gabriel Landeskog because he had at the time me writing this four game winning goals. And he was so that to me seems like a kind of uh, I know it's not courage or bravery, but it seems like it's nerve though. It's like anyway. keeping your nerve yeah, in that tense nerve. moment. Yeah, and uh, then I've also got Eric Carlson um, because of the way he played on a broken foot and basically hauled the Senators almost to the Stanley Cup final two years ago. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and also like coming back from that Achilles injury and just being such mm. a such a beast. I just hope he starts playing well for San Jose because I'm a huge fan and I feel like I can finally buy a jersey of his now that he's <laughs> playing for San Jose. Yeah, not um, so much when he yeah, was in Ottawa, uh, hey? Yeah. No, uh, it's not possible as a Leafs fan. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I also have Brian Boyle, the way he's battled. Yeah, I was just going to say him actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and, you could also. I guess you could throw. Sorry, go ahead, Aaron. I was just gonna say Phil Kessel too, although he's also yeah. a bit of a Hufflepuff to me. But isn't hard work one of the categories for Hufflepuff, Aaron? Yeah, that's true. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps Kessel oh, is not. I, I kid, I kid. I love Kessel, yeah. but uh, he definitely doesn't appear to be working the hardest during yeah. the match. He still manages Super fast. to be a very good hockey Fat player. Phil, but he can oh, yeah. still run yeah. and skate. Yeah, yeah. which well, there's a lot of there's a lot. Of energy in hot dogs so that's right <laughs> yeah which I, on, on, on a on a tangent here uh, they i think we've all seen Connor mcdavid's new flow that he's got going there <laughs> and it just like seems that he gets faster every highlight they show and that, i saw some of the comment on the, the top comment was like more flow more go <laughs> <laughs> i love his retro throwback <laughs> flow reminds me of gretzky yeah man. it's awesome mm-hmm. it's sweet it's weird because you think it would make him less aerodynamic yeah but, <laughs> Yeah, but I guess he's just feeling good about himself, and it gives him that extra Boost. energy to push, An extra that gumption. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who else? So you you got? Have any oh other yeah. So books? I got. So I got. Yeah. Oh, actually. So I've got. Uh, this one uh, is courtesy of of the internet when I was searching. So I've got Giroux and Voracek as a pair, only because together they look like Fred and George Weasley. <laughs> oh, yeah, I respect sure. that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, I got Bufflin on here. You could argue many different ways for Bufflin, but in terms of just like, maybe not chivalrous, but (laughs) courage in terms of like, or maybe it's just due to the fact that he's like a giant on skates, but courage and and he'll block shots and hit guys and drop the gloves and stuff and bravery, I guess. But, you know, maybe the brave, maybe bravery would be more suited to a guy that's like five foot eight and and does those the same things. Like, like. 
or like yeah. Theo Fleury and yeah, yeah, I had yeah. St. Louis down. Um, I had Gordie Howe, too, for an inactive player. So where would you sure. put, like, uh, Johnny Gaudreau? Good question. Oh, he's creative. Yeah, I would say creative. I would say Ravenclaw? He's a Ravenclaw. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He's like a Mitch Marner type, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Howe, I had him mostly because he, he came back, like, after however many years off playing hockey, he came back 50s. at 52. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Saku Koivu. Yeah, I don't think anyone said that, oh, right? For yeah, sure. yeah, coming back after a battle of cancer. Uh, and then you can say Mario Lemieux. Yeah, too. let's like, yeah, let's just reel off all the cancers. Exactly. Yeah, Ryan yeah. Boyle. <laughs> so then all of a sudden, Phil Kessel <laughs> does make really good sense in there. Did he have cancer? Did he? <laughs> yeah, he had testicular yeah, yeah. cancer. Oh, yeah. yeah, didn't know that. Okay, when was that recently or a while? That was when he was with Boston. That was when he was like nineteen or twenty. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, okay, well then mm-hmm. I don't have anyone else under Gryffindor, but uh, I got a couple of standouts. We already talked about the commish here, but uh, Don Cherry, Ron McLean. Oh, God. <laughs> Bob Cole. Yeah. Well, I feel like Ron must be a Hufflepuff due to the patience that he deals yeah. with. Oh, yeah. Like Don Cherry. Yeah. Week in, week out. Like, is that more man patient is a Hufflepuff. Person. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree. I'll give, I'll give Don Cherry the nerve, but I'm not giving him any of the other Gryffindor characteristics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he tries to be chivalrous. It just doesn't come off as as generous or, or as genuine, maybe. Well, I don't know. I mean, he's like he's got that like respect for the veterans and things going on, right? But like, oh, okay, yeah, but I yeah, I don't know. It's but he, uh, he treats Ron like an absolute pilot. Exactly. Yeah, and like, like he's and he's definitely not a Ravenclaw. Like yeah. I, I would say he's only Ravenclaw <laughs> for his creativity with his suits. Yeah, like because every suit is different. Speaking of like grandpas right. and like Stanley, like he's got a little bit of that like grandpa, maybe a little bit racist thing going. On sometimes, or just definitely, he kids yeah. get off my lawn, or just like, just kind of like, like insensitive, like the European bashing and whatever yeah. else. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I have to say though, um, listening to him attempt to pronounce people's names is often the highlight yeah. of listening it's to Don Cherry. My favorite, my favorite ever was uh, when the Leafs were playing the Caps in the first round a couple of years ago, and Kuznetsov scored a goal, and it is uh, <laughs> his, his celebration. And so Coach's Corner was devoted to Don Cherry ripping into Kuznetsov. And he was like, look at him. Look at this guy, Tretsov. He's going to show it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was just like nowhere close to his name. Yeah. Uh, there's, yeah, I think we've all seen the Don Cherry. What's it called? Don uh, Coach's Corner transcribed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I oh, think yeah. The, the guy stopped making videos, but those are so funny. Yeah. yeah. He, he messes up like Toffoli. And... Yeah. He tries to literally like uh, give subs titles for the translations of what Don's saying yeah. and it's word for word and my god it is amazing <laughs> that's awesome oh this guy here Pax Match Moretti really <laughs> clear <yeah. laughs> or Bob McKenzie's yeah, Lalongo yeah Lalongo mm-hmm. well maybe yeah, this Kiki is Subban does a wicked impression of him. yeah oh, man, that, that is that fantastic that's great yeah, yeah. But uh, maybe this is a good place. We're well over an hour here, so we've already oh, sorry. run. Oh, no, no, this oh. is great. This was, this was fun. We could have kept going. This yeah, could have well, been like a four-hour yeah, segment yeah. if we wanted to. Anyone got any last-minute stuff to add here? Um, I just have some actual real uh, advice for people playing fantasy hockey. Oh, yeah, yeah, perfect. Um, so, so just some real fantasy picks for the week. So uh, my first one is uh, only owned in 7% of Yahoo leagues right now. It's trapped. So... He is a veteran that you wouldn't expect to be talking about right now, but he has quietly put up 30 games. Oh, we lost um, you there briefly. Goals. Oh, sorry. No, it's good. You um, put up what, sir? Uh, 13 points in, his, in 15 games so far, including okay. I think he's got seven goals, maybe more. Um, he wins about 10 face-offs per game for those of you in face-off leagues. Mm-hmm. And he's I currently guess. skating between... Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. He's currently skating between Hall and Paul Mary because... Uh, he sure has been injured. Yeah. So it's a guy to look out for. Um, number two, Alex Tuck. Is that how you say it? I think uh, so. I uh, believe it's Tuck, yeah. 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 Tuck. Yeah. He's a uh, 25% owned. T-U-C-H right now for in, anybody yeah. trying to look him up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but since coming back from injury, he's got nine points in 10 games and he's putting up about four shots per game. So he, I see him keeping up the, the trend if he keeps putting that many pucks on that. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and next I've got Alex Edler if you have room for a guy who should be on IR from, from anywhere to like one to three weeks um, but he contributes in all categories he's likely going to quarterback the power play for a surprisingly electric Canucks squad uh, so I'd say grab him and stash him if you can he's only 23% owned right now yeah that team and is then, what a surprise this year yeah 
No, they've been, yeah, I can't believe how good Elias uh, Peterson. 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 Peterson, sorry, not Peterson. Yeah, that is just not wild. Good. Don Cherry, folks, on our uh, podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he actually wants you to say Peterson, but I am going to say Peterson. Okay. That's what, <laughs> I think the, I don't know, I, I'm a jerk. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so the last one I have here is uh, Alex Barkov, although I should say basically you should probably pick up any player named Alex right now because uh, I've, I've already mentioned Alex Tuck, Alex Hedler, Alex Barkov, all Alex's are firing in all, in all cylinders. Uh, Alex Gloren with that duty pass the other night. Yeah. Um, Alex Steen, Alex Wenberg, Alex Kerfoot. What are you waiting for? Yeah. Um, I think I need so, to take, uh, change my team name to All About Alex and just pick up a bunch of players named yeah, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Alex Barkov is a weird one to recommend because he's 90% owned. But um, the reason I'm saying this is because he should be like, 98% owned. He's a great player. Um, the only reason I can see him being that low right now is he, his team went to Finland and had a six day or so layoff. So they've had a light opening schedule. Uh, they, uh, they played fewer games than any other team, I think. And uh, up until Saturday night, he only had two goals on 5% shooting, which is starting to correct itself already. So I would say maybe target him in a trade if he's owned in your league. And if somehow he's not owned in your league, definitely grab him. And yeah, you could even target other Florida Panthers players who are uh, pretty good fantasy contributors like Trocek, Huberto, or Hoffman, because a lot of them are oh, owned yeah. less than they should. Go get Hoffman and Dadanoff, both on 12 I, game. I would like to point out to yes. anybody listening that uh, Robin is currently in first in our league, so this is not advice yeah. from somebody who doesn't know what they're yeah, talking this is good about. Advice here. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'll throw one more out there. Uh, Nate yeah. Schmidt actually returns this week. Oh, Schmitty. Um, from suspension, yeah. so... I'm going it. for him. Don't go pick him up. <laughs> All right. So grab Schmidt. Yeah. I'm just waiting for one of, my, one of my friends to go get him now. So I just know my heart's going to break on So Sunday everybody morning. pick Nate Schmidt. Yeah. yeah. Before Brent does. All right. Well, we'll wrap up Coach's Corner here. Uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us here, Rob. Thanks and for having Aaron. us. It's been fun. Whoa. I think it was nice to switch oh, things up you. a little bit this year, yeah. or this week, rather. So This year yeah. on the Pot Weekly Wind Down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on on this, Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, on this New Year's weekend. Yeah. <laughs> on this Thanksgiving edition <laughs> yeah. of the Weekly Wind Down. Yeah. So uh, to take us out here, a uh, reminder, if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. There you go. And uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the usual places. And I will take us out with the bad joke of the week because I had one up my sleeve because we forgot to prepare another one. So did I ever tell you guys about the time when I used to work in an orange juice factory? Please do. Couldn't cut it. I, I got canned because I couldn't concentrate. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs>